Hi, I'm Nick Markey. This is the Beach Barbell Podcast and Video Cast. Uh, a couple days before Thanksgiving, so uh, whatever you're doing, traveling, um, be safe and enjoy the time you get to spend with uh, your friends and family and other loved ones. Um, so today I want to talk about uh, the top three things you should do to lose weight. So whatever reason you have for wanting to lose weight, uh, and maybe there's health reasons, maybe you have a metabol you know, metabolic condition like diabetes or some other medical condition, some heart disease or potential for heart disease, things like hypertension. Uh, maybe there's psychological reasons. You see pictures of yourself when you were younger and maybe thinner or the clothes you're wearing feel a little tighter and you don't want to buy the next size up and uh, you have lots of clothes that you really like that just don't fit anymore. Uh, whatever your reason, um, it can be a challenging journey. Uh, if it were easy, we would have as many people struggling with uh, being overweight or obese in our country. So obviously it's not uh, so easy. So the top three things I think would be on my top list for starting this journey. Uh, the first one would be you should write everything you eat and drink down. So a lot of people underestimate how much they eat. You know, they say, well, I have a little bit here, I have a little bit there, but in fact, they're actually eating a lot more than they really think. Uh, this will give you a good uh, lay of the land, you know, some awareness in terms of what you're bringing in uh, to your system. And then from there is where we can start developing strategies in terms of uh, changing diet uh, little by little. It also might help in terms of when you are making a decision to, you know, option A, option B, and option A being maybe a healthy or choice, and option B maybe being a less healthy choice. Perhaps if you have to write it down, you may lean more towards option A because you just might feel uh, weird or ashamed or whatever uh, to pick option B because you know you have to write it down. So it's kind of like a psychological trick in a way. Um, number two would be what's called a caloric deficit. So a caloric deficit does not just refer to eating less food. A caloric deficit is basically the energy that's in food. So fat has about nine calories per gram. Carbohydrates and protein have about four uh, calories per gram and alcohol has about seven calories per gram. So obviously fat can have more calories per unit, um, but that doesn't mean any one of those, you know, fat, carbs, or protein is any better than the others. But when you look at maybe a meal in terms of if I have an equal amount of, let's say, green beans, you know, let's say I have a pound of green beans and then I have a pound of uh, fried bread or something, you know, donuts. I have a pound of donuts and a pound of green beans. Now the calories in the donuts is going to be way more than the calories in the green beans. So technically I'm eating same amount of food, but the calories are way different. So if you're looking at option, maybe healthier choice, the green beans versus 
the un the less healthy choice, the donuts, you know, we would want to start leaning towards the uh, green beans. My advice would not to be to do this any drastic way. That's where you couple it with your your journal, your uh, eating food water fluid journal, um, so that you can slowly start to change over because it's going to be a long-term behavior change you're going to want to focus on and you really don't want to cut too drastically so you know you would start choosing you know maybe instead of having a donut every day i have a donut every other day and then i replace that donut either with nothing or maybe something more fibrous like green beans or something, or carrots or banana or an apple, you know, maybe some fruit or vegetable. Um, that's where you're going to probably get better bang for your buck in terms of the caloric deficit if you start m shifting your diet into more fruit and vegetables because the, the fiber intake will help you perhaps feel less uh, hungry because you'll, you'll get more full. Imagine eating a pound of green beans. You're going to be pretty stuffed with that. And then eating a pound of donuts, you may not be that stuffed. They're very airy and uh, you probably feel like you can keep eating another pound or so. So focusing more towards the fruit and veggies will help you um, with your caloric deficit. Also a little bit more protein in your diet, you know, lean proteins like um, chicken breast, turkey breast or ground turkey, um, fish, lean meats like, um, you know, beef or pork or lamb, but, you know, kind of towards the lean side. Um, other things, if you're not into meat, you know, maybe eggs or, you know, there's whey protein. Uh, there's a lot of things out there like uh, pea protein. Um, lentils, green bean, different kind of beans and green beans and those kind of things. Those are other good sources of protein as well. So, so shifting diet closer towards fruits and veggies will help you with that cal caloric deficit because you will hopefully be uh, more full. Now in terms of if you want to follow a certain diet like keto or, or uh, Mediterranean or you know, Atkins or whatever, um, they all can be helpful. Um, just to focus on what seems to work best for you. Ultimately, the name of the game is caloric deficit. So if whatever diet you're on is something that you feel you can sustain for a long run and you're getting, you know, slight caloric deficit, you know, just little by little, then go for it. But if it doesn't seem sustainable to you, or you're feeling you can't get in caloric deficit with that particular diet, then it may not be the right one for you at that time. Okay, so number three, and I think this one is equally important with the caloric deficit, is resistance training. So if you just do a caloric deficit and you're not exercising at all, your body will lose fat and muscle. Now typically people don't wanna lose muscle if you then exercise while you're also having this caloric deficit, your body will prioritize losing fat instead of muscle. And the cool thing is that you may even grow a little bit of muscle as you're exercising more and particularly resistance training. So things like lifting weights, 
um, your muscles will slight will start to grow slightly more over time while you're losing weight that muscle is actually um, hungrier so to speak it takes more energy so it'll actually will burn more energy for you so the more muscle you have the more calories you can actually get away with and still be in a caloric deficit so both of these processes are gradual and slow but it could be something that can help you if you're thinking about the long term so on one end of the spectrum i'm, sl I'm slowly eating a little less calories over time and the other end of the spectrum I'm slowly gaining more muscle and my muscle wants more calories because to stay active and, and healthy so both will help you in terms of um, losing the weight and then ideally keeping it off so the other thing to consider is that you know people that go on crash diets without exercising you know they, they go on this severe diet and they drop all this weight and oftentimes they come back up that is actually more unhealthy than if they just stayed there and didn't go on that diet. Because what happens is they'll lose fat and muscle as they're crash dieting without exercising. And then what happens is when they gain the weight back, they're not gaining muscle back, they're gaining fat back. So they actually end up with more fat in their body than where they started, um, even if they were at maybe the same weight. So my advice usually people is that if you're not ready to do a caloric deficit at least do the resistance training because over time that will help you a little bit um, and it'll lay a good foundation for your body um, but if they are trying to lose weight they're going to need some form of caloric deficit you know something that's gradual maybe hopefully easier as easy as possible that easy as you can make it you'll be more successful and then adding in that resistance training, like we talked about uh, last time, you know, two or three times a week of probably just full body, you know, lifting some arms, legs, and back, you know, exercises, work all your muscles. And then over time, that with that gradual muscle growth, they will burn a little bit more calories. And at the same time, while you're slowly um, changing your diet little by little, and with a caloric deficit in mind, um, you'll be, have a better chance to succeed in the long run. And it may be slower, but it'll probably be better for your body and just how you feel overall. You won't hopefully feel as starved or, you know, uh, as maybe fatigued or something because you're not getting enough energy. So another thing the resistance training might do from a psychological perspective is now you're doing another healthy thing kind of like the writing down your what you're eating and drinking so then what that might do is when you're choosing option a or b you're like well i'm someone who exercises now so i'm going to choose maybe the green beans instead of the donuts so it might push you towards other um, decisions more so than if you weren't um, basically finding anything and your, your arsenal to help you go the path that you're, you're trying to be more healthy. Um, sometimes I'll half jokingly tell people they should start flossing because um, flossing is good for your teeth, you know, clean your gums and the inside, you know, in the middle between your teeth. Um, but that might be another healthy behavior that then might shift you to choosing other healthy behaviors. So anything you can find to help you choose those other healthy behaviors is, uh, could be a good thing. So, so again, the top three things, 
write down everything you eat and drink, stay in a caloric deficit, gradually shifting more of your diet to fruits and vegetables. Uh, usually we say aim for something like six to 10 servings of uh, total of fruits and veggies to help improve your diet, uh, fiber intake. And then uh, probably a lean protein every meal. Um, and then the third thing was uh, resistance training. So you can gradually convert more of your body from fat to muscle, and that'll help you with your long-term uh, uh, weight change. All right, well, I think that'll be good for today's uh, podcast and video cast. Again, I'm Nick Markey of Beach Barbell in Wilmington. I hope you have a great Thanksgiving and uh, enjoy your family and your time and uh, we'll be back. I might post something short on Thanksgiving. Uh, haven't thought of the topic yet, but we'll see. All right, bye. <laughs>